It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Hollywood Boulevard podcast, hosted by Jonathan Moody and Donnie Sturgis. Hey, everybody! Uh, welcome to the Hollywood Boulevard podcast with Jonathan Moody, your uh, host for today. Uh, but my co-host, uh, we gotta get that. We gotta get that changed so that it also says Alfred Crane in the show because you, uh, you kind of took over, you know, as a co-host, uh, Alfred, uh, not just a producer on here. So. You know, like we really, you know, we need to we need to get that changed at some point for the, uh, you know, for everything. But anyway, uh, so uh, so as I said, Donnie Sturgis is joining me. Hello, Donnie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, and uh, Alfred, Alfred Crane, how are you doing? Doing wonderful. Thanks. Good to be here tonight. All right, and we're gonna talk about Dunce. Salsa shark. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Um, yes. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later because that'll be probably part of the pop culture uh, part at the end. But uh, we're gonna be talking about Jaws, which was like a 1975 and excuse the pun splash hit uh, that oh. uh, kind of kind of shocked the world into uh, not understanding like like it, it became the first official blockbuster. Now, I mean, I'm sure there were other movies that did very well, but like that was the official blockbuster film, you know, of the summer. Yep. So uh, that started it all after that. Things got changed, I guess, in Hollywood. And, um, and it's so funny considering, and I want to get into this, a little bit into the actual movie of Jaws, the first one. We'll talk about that for a few minutes. Uh, so we got to kind of keep it going with each one. There's four Jaws movies. There should have been more, but they stopped at the worst one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll talk about that because, I mean, I guarantee you we'll have some fun discussion on that one. But the first one was, you know, kind of a really good movie. It was a great movie. Um, it mm-hmm. is not a horror film, even though it's always in my horror section. Uh, I guess because the other three were in it, and the other three are basically horror films. Uh, this is a more of a thriller. It was up for Academy Award nominations, which I guess it can't be a horror film if it's up for Academy Award nominations, technically these days, or at least back then. You know, they're very particular, you know, about that. Right. But, um, so let's uh, let's talk first of all. When was the first time you saw Jaws? And I, I, I remember specifically like i remember the day i watched it It was on tv 
And I thought my dad would not let me watch it. I believe I was like seven years old. And I, um, I did not think my dad would let me watch it. But I guess because it was A, made for TV, and B, it's a PG movie. PG. Like, there's way more. It should have been PG-13. It, it, they didn't have that, I think, back in 1975. But it's, like, labeled as a PG, a PG movie. And it is, you know, it's pretty bloody. There's, I don't think there's, like, a except for a smile, you son of a bitch. There's not really much cursing in the movie. Um, right. You know, there's no sexual content. It is pretty much a movie that a child can watch, you know, uh, but it still scares the crap out of children. So uh, what about you, Donnie? Donnie, when was the first, what was the, like, uh, first time that you ever saw Jaws? Do you remember? Yeah, actually, I do. And this is another one of those cases where um, I saw the movies backwards. Um, Same thing happened with Rocky. Same thing happened with Star Trek um, back in the 80s. You know, living in a trailer park and and not being able to go out to the theater very often, all of my movie watching was done on cable, uh, like HBO, Cinemax, or whatever. So I saw Jaws 4 first, uh, probably when I was around uh, like 10, 12, somewhere in there. So, um, and that was the one that always got played all the time uh, on cable was Jaws 4. So I saw the hell out of that one like a million times. Um, So I didn't see the first Jaws probably until I was in my late teens. Um, Maybe, I think it was just because at the time I didn't, I never really got around to it. Um, And I I think, I think it was really kind of, wasn't all that easy to find. Um, or I just wasn't really seeking it out or anything, but um, I finally got to see it like probably in my late teens, uh, maybe early twenties. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a classic, like an instant classic. Uh, I remember seeing mm-hmm. bits and pieces of it when I was a young kid, like when I was like six or like maybe five or six. I remember seeing like bits and pieces of it, but I always got it confused because like because like there'd be other movies similar, like Orca, and like other movies that are very similar to it. So I always got it confused with other movies that are of a similar vein. Um, but I never got to see the full movie until I was much, much older. Um, but I mean, I've, I've been a fan ever since. So, and you know, I have a special love for Jaws four as well. But I'll get to that when we get to that when we get to that movie. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Like, I think, I think everybody generally has an actual either love or hate of that movie. There's nobody that's like, yeah, that movie is okay. You know, it's either right. they love it or they hate it. And uh, so we'll talk about that. Um, uh, Alfred, what about you? What was uh, what, do you remember the first time you ever saw the original Jaws? Did you see it in the theater at all? I did not. It's a funny story because we were living in Germany. My dad was stationed over there. We just moved over there. It was like 1976, and when it was released over there, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I was asking if we were going to go see it, and my dad said, "Well, your friend blew his lunch in the theater, so we're not going to go see it." <laughs> So you got wow. sick of the movie and threw up. So I guess that kind of left a mark on me. So actually, I did not see Jaws until 1996 on a VHS tape when I was in graduate school. Wow. Oh, wow. I, I, I was familiar with it, um, but I just I had gotten it. One of my friends, Jason, he's uh, one of my best friends from high school. That's one of his all-time favorite movies. And we were talking one night. I said, yeah, I picked it up. Maybe I'll watch it. He said, watch it. And then, um, so watch it. And I was impressed. I was like, I remember calling him. I was like, why did I wait so long to watch this? It was so good. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you guys say that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 
the first time I, I mean, I, I knew more about when, but we may talk about this later, but in the movie 1941 that Steven Spielberg also directed, he reenacted oh, yeah, the yeah. scene except it had the Japanese-German submarine mm-hmm. surfacing. So I thought that was pretty wild how he like did that and the same music and everything. But but yeah, just it was. I remember seeing it going, wow, that was an excellent movie. Oh, definitely. Over. Um, well, like I was saying, uh, like I was trying, like I was gonna say, um, that I think. You know, it's really funny that you guys uh, pretty much saw it, like, later in life compared to me, who, I, I I mean, I like Jaws. Like, I think Jaws is a great movie, you know? But when I was a kid, I I didn't realize how, like, cinematic and wonderful and, and, and beautifully filmed and, and all that stuff that it actually was. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was just a fun little movie with a uh, shark going around killing everybody. You know, like, it... it uh, and I probably like because I used to own it on like Betamax, and so I probably oh, wow. like, fast forwarded. Yeah, I used to fast like fast forward all like the boring parts, you know. Which oh, today, yeah. like, I love, you know. But like, you know, when they're when they're talking about like when it's not anything but like the killing and stuff, when it's like them talking or something. Um, I, uh, but um, I, I want to bring this up. Okay, uh, God, man. So I had it all planned out. Like we're going to talk about seven minutes or whatever each, and that's just not going to happen. Um, no, like we just can't. It was we, a nice try. Go, I mean, I tried. A for effort. Like, yeah. So I know already we're at nine minutes, and um, so that's just not going to happen. But you know, we'll we'll try to kind of skip through. But I, I do. I mean, because the first Jaws is wonderful. Like it is the best Jaws. Um, all the yeah. other ones are 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 either okay or, uh, you know, like they're better than a lot of other movies, sequels, you know, but they're not, right. they don't have that same, even the second one. So we'll go right into the second one, which was not Steven Spielberg, did not come and direct it. And apparently I've heard rumors that uh, the uh, the director and Roy Scheider, the new director of it, and Roy Scheider did not get along very well. And so they, uh, they had little issues with it. Um, there's a lot well, of really bad characters. Okay. If, if I remember correctly, uh, Roy Scheider didn't even want to be in it. I think, uh, but there was like a Mm-mm. clause in his contract or something that basically was like, well, you have to be in this film. And so he did it just because he had to fulfill his contract. So I, that there was already some bad mm-hmm. blood going into the movie to begin with. You can kind of see that in the, um, yeah, yeah. in Roy Scheider's performance that he, mm-hmm. it, it felt like, I almost felt like if, it felt like watching it that he was just like going through the motions of, okay, sure. I'm back to this. This is what's going on. And and again, they try to amp up the whole idea of the town being, you know, harassed by this. They like try to basically right. do Jaws the remake instead of. And right. this time, however, oh no, Chief Brody is the bad guy, you know, in this one right. now because he's trying to close the beaches again. I mean, like, oh. I don't know if if it were today's day, like if this were a movie that were made in today, the the thing I would have do, done in a sequel is I would have had G- Chief Brody show uh, a, like a, a video that's on YouTube of him getting slapped by that woman, right? And saying, "Hey, look, like this is why you know this is what happens when you don't listen to me. People die, you know." But of course, of, of, so anyway, of, of particular. Of particular note, the one thing about Jaws 2 that sets it apart from the first movie 
is that, you know, Jaws, the first Jaws was kind of more, it was kind of like a sea adventure, you know, going after the white whale, so to speak. Jaws 2 was meant to be a, a straight-up slasher flick, which, is, which at the time they were trying to go uh, with the sensibilities because at that time slashers were like huge, Friday the 13th, you know, all that stuff, Halloween. So if you watch Jaws 2, it's a straight-up slasher flick it, at this point because at that point they wanted to amp up the number of killings, the number of bodies, the number of, of, of attacks that, that Jaws – or that, uh, that the shark had uh, – had done as opposed to the first one and it, it is it's it's a straight up slasher like it's a slasher with a shark that's pretty much what jaws 2 mm-hmm. is and for that and for that reason i think it has its own charms um i think i think it tends to get i think it's a little bit more bloated i think it tends to drag in a few spots here and there but for the most part if you're looking for a straight up you want if you want to if you want your slasher or your your jaws movie to be a slasher flick that's the one to go with and it it had like i said it right. has its charms it, there's some things to like about it uh, what are your thoughts on it, uh, Alfred? I don't really remember it. I may have seen it like once, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan. So I remember seeing bits and pieces of it, but I can't. I don't really remember enough to comment on it. So last it's, it's, year, it's very repetitive. Um, it, it was, yeah, last year they had it at Scares That Care because uh, Scares That Care uh, is doing like. Um, summer-themed uh, horror movies or whatever. They had, like, Piranha one year. And they, you know, the original Roger Corman Piranha. And then they had, you mm-hmm. know, Jaws 2 last year. And I remember re-watching it going, this is kind of boring. Like, it's not, to me, it just didn't, I don't know. Like, what it lacked, what, like, um, what the other one kind of had, this kind of, Lacked, and maybe it was the slasher vibe or whatever, and maybe that's why I just I I I didn't want you know like I don't know if I wanted it to be exactly like uh, like a sea adventure you know high sea adventure, but I I don't know like I I think I have more well, fun watching three and four than I've ever had watching two. Well, I th- I think there's I think there's two problems with the with the second movie, uh, aside from the from from injecting you know the the, the slasher. Uh, aspect to it one you have lost a lot of your good performances the thing one of the things that makes jaws one so good is quint and hooper uh don't get me wrong uh roy scheider's good but he's playing against these two guys that are fucking like knocking out of the park left and right the the scene where they're in the boat and they're comparing scars all scheider's doing Mm -hmm. is reacting to what the other two guys are doing those guys are fucking nailing it and so you've mm-hmm. lost both those performances in Jaws 2, so you've lost a lot of, of what made the first film so good as far as performances go. Second of all, uh, as far as, like, the, the, the narrative, the storyline of the second film, it's pretty much a carbon copy of the first one. It's basically like, oh, Brody, you said there's another shark? Well, even though you, there was, we, you proved that there was a shark the first time, we're not going to believe you again, and this time we're going to try to t- prove, try to prove that you're crazy and that you're seeing things. And, oh, shit, no, the shark is there. Oh, no, wash, winch, repeat. We just did the same thing over again, only, like I said, this time the shark has a bigger body count. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, the, the dramatic material in between, uh, like you said, it gets boring, it drags, it doesn't pop because you don't have those performances in place. Uh, and I think that's why I think like I said, I think there's a lot to like about Jaws, um, but it's still very much uh, a a, a, le- a lackluster film when compared to the first one. Yeah, definitely. All right, so uh, let's go right into Jaws three. 
because we're like, you know, just kind of keep it going uh, as far as right. uh, time goes and everything. And then if we want to come back to some certain things on one and two, um, we can come back um, to it Ooh. afterwards, if we, especially if we have time. Uh, but three, man, freaking who came up with this idea of like, let's, you know, like it might have been the writer or whatever, but like somebody had to have thought, you know what? We need Jaws to attack SeaWorld. I mean, that is one of the most amazing ideas. Um, have you guys sure. have you guys been to SeaWorld at all? Like uh, after watching once a long, movie, long time ago. I, I, I went to SeaWorld okay. like once when I was a kid. You're right. I may have I gone too. to the one in California, but I don't remember going to one in Florida. I went to the one in Florida, and um, so okay, all right. So let's discuss this because this is the one thing that's always annoyed me. Uh, and I don't know if there's like any real thing. So in the first one, there's a shark. He explodes at the end. You know, smiley son of a bitch. He's dead. Second one is right. it just a new shark that's attacking. New great white shark. Is that yes. kind of what the yeah the they, thing they, is? they 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 yeah they established that in the second movie that it's a, that that it's just another great white that's moved into the area. Okay. So, but then it dies, or so it gets electrocuted, right? Right. Or whatever, I think. And then it comes back. Like, it's it's like, oh, I'm not done yet. You know, I'm still going to, because you see it, it's all like Burton junk, you know, attacking. Right. I'm correct. Um, and so it's really funny. Um, and so that one explodes too, right? So then right. number three comes, and it, it's like, okay, these two Brody brothers you know, can't escape great white sharks, you know, like right. they just like they, another great white shark comes into SeaWorld. He's like, right. I mean, after a while, you would just think these kids are freaking cursed, you know, like it's not <laughs> the mom who's cursed. It's like they're freaking two kids, you know, who are, who are, are possibly cursed with this, uh, damn, um, you know, and we'll talk about that because that goes into the revenge uh, thing yep. in part four. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's funny to say that because I, I, I have some interesting info for, for, for part four. Oh, okay, cool. We'll get, definitely get into that when we do that. But uh, so the fact that I was in 3D was one of the coolest things. I remember like Friday the 13th part three did 3D yep. and it was, eh, you know, okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. I never saw it in the theater, so I can't say how awesome it would have been in the theater but the ones that they have on dvd just it didn't like blow me away the the you know what i mean the 3d effect well that's the 3d um, stuff and that I'm, she's psychic did, what was that what, other 3d have had chief sight gags like you had the the spear oh, coming yeah. at you and it was yeah. whoa but that was the one with lou gossett jr right Right. Yep. Right. Dennis and Quaid, Dennis Lewis Gossett Jr. Yep. Dennis Quaid too, and they were like trying to rescue people in the glass tubes. Yep. And and a cameo <laughs> appearance by Leah Thompson, if I remember correctly. Oh wow. I guess she was fulfilling her contract with uh her uh with Universal with uh the Back to the Future or something. Yeah. Around that time. Um probably. That's great. Um yeah, but uh, that's really cool. So, you know, do you guys remember like uh, what is it? Uh, the uh, the shark coming toward the, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, the the glass 
you know, and break. Oh yeah, the yeah everything. the the yeah. extreme blast or whatever. That was a horrible effect. It was so bad. It's it's so bad. It doesn't matter if it's in three D or in two D. That it, it, it's the the green screen or whatever they used to 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 put him there. It's so awful. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a nice attempt, but my god, the execution is just horrible. It looks awful. That was awful, yeah. And and the fact that they did it in slow motion made it even worse, yeah. I think. Like, I I feel like if they had done it fast, it might have actually, you know, been some sort of uh, cool effect or whatever. But they, like, made right, it right. so slow that everybody it just – it was just like, all right, let's 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 get to the part. And then it gets to it, and I didn't see it in 3D, so I have no idea how cool that would have been in 3D. I wonder if it would have been a lot better or not. Did you guys ever see it in I've, 3D? I have. I've seen it in 3D. Um, I think it was like a bootleg copy or something, uh, or it was on LaserDisc or something. And it, it, you know, it doesn't hold up in 3D either. It's it's bad. Okay. That's <laughs> good to know. <laughs> so yeah, so 3D Jaws was not. Uh, you know, it, it's a gimmick, right? It's a it's a cool right. gimmick. Uh, they do it a lot more nowadays because they can actually make 3D really work really well. Right. Um, except when the glasses don't work for some reason or whatever, the thing doesn't work. Sure. Uh, I used to work at Movie Tavern, and I remember one day uh, the uh, people were complaining that, like, 4 3D wasn't working. And I'm like, I mean, I understand you're paying, like, you know, 15 bucks compared to, like, the 11 You know what I mean? You're paying more. Right. For it, it better freaking work, cause you know, like that, that sucks. But you know, I, I'm just wondering if they'll ever do that again. If they'll ever put uh, Jaws 3D out in the theaters, you know, uh, just like they used to. They should do that, like at a like a Regal or something for like the summer, you know. Or like that the would Nero probably or something. Be a big hit. Or the Nero, or um, yeah, uh, the Norva, or any of those places. And not Norva, is there well, uh, Bird, the Bird Theater in um, Richmond would be a good place, too. So, right. um, yeah, so those are awesome. Um, and so let's uh, now go on to probably everybody's second favorite Jaws because, like, or or so. Um, I mean, at least it's my second favorite Jaws because uh, it was probably, other than the first one, it was the second one I saw, you know, I guess after I saw the first one. In 1989 or so, I had to watch right. the next one, and it was actually the video game, which we'll get to later, uh, was sort of based on this one, on this uh, movie. Um, right. So let's let's talk about Jaws: The Revenge, where the first scene in the movie, they they're like, screw both those brothers. You're only gonna get one in this movie. Right. And he's the first one's gonna be eaten, uh, like in the first. 10 minutes of the movie and it's like just right. like a flasher just like you said it's like a flasher yeah 10 minutes of the movie he's dead and then the and then what's her name um uh ellen brody is just like you know let's go see you know let's go see my son down there in the bahamas you know where he's right like you know every everything like seems like there would be no reason that a shark would be attacking um, all right, so you said, uh, Donnie, you had some uh, trivia that you wanted to point out about the revenge aspect. Yes. So, and, um, 
one of your one of your bullet points is was it really revenge? And mm-hmm. the movie doesn't really come right out and say it, but it almost tries to imply that maybe this is the ghost of the original shark that Brody killed in the first movie. It's never really established one way or the other. It does seem like the shark has a vendetta, but you, we never really know for certain. But um, right. when I was when I was in seventh grade, um, this would be this would be 1987, uh, right around the time that the movie came out. Um, somebody in my class, we were doing uh, we were doing oral book book reports uh, in front of class. One of the kids in my class read Jaws for the Revenge, the the novelization. And the novelization, of course, especially during that time, novelizations were usually based off the original shooting script, not what eventually ends up on, uh, on the screen, which is why usually novelizations will have extra scenes, uh, you know, stuff that you never see, like the novelization for like, Empire. So, you know, all those usually would have more stuff uh, that you would, they, that, than what you'd see on the screen because it was based on the original shooting scripts before they would go into production. This is the same situation. In the book, the novelization for Jaws 4, which is based on the original script, it was supposed to be a revenge uh, because uh, uh, basically what happened is, is the, the, uh, the, the son, the Brody son that survives uh, in the Bahamas, um, apparently uh, there's, I forget what the details are, but they, they end up angering a voodoo priestess who lives in the islands. And the voodoo priestess, priestess actually uses a voodoo curse to control a, a shark, I'm not even joking. She uses the voodoo, her, she uses voodoo to basically control a great white shark and send it to the Bahamas to kill all the Brodies because of some. I think I think they like I think they like took her land for for uh, for oceanog- oceanographic uh, like uh, studies or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, um, but they basically pissed this woman off. She was a voodoo priestess. She basically used her voodoo to control a shark, sent the shark to the Bahamas to kill all the Brodies, and, of course, failed. And, it's, and to be fair, there's a part of me that really wishes that had been left in the film because that would have been fucking hilarious. I would have loved the shit that out of That would have been more. more fun than the actual movie, you know? Sure. And, 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 and the title would have made sense because the title doesn't really make sense otherwise. Well, I mean, I, well, I, I take it back. It kind of does. Because now it looks like the revenge is basically the Brodies against the shark, you know, because they're just like, look, we've been attacked by sharks pretty much all our lives, but we're not taking it anymore, and they're like, fuck you all. I, well, I thought it was funny when it is... came out. It... Oh, go ahead, I thought, it was funny. I thought it was funny when it came out. I remember that when the trailer was released, I was in the theater watching someone else, and then it goes, Jaws for the revenge. This time it's personal. I remember the whole theater started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah, because it makes I, no uh, damn sense. I, I could... Yeah, and why is it personal? Like, because, like, I can understand if it were the ghost of the shark, the original shark, or that right. it was, like, a family member of the shark, you know? But, like, that right. is so hard, like, to show in a movie, right? Like, that would, you would have to somehow have, like, flashbacks of the original shark and maybe a little baby shark, like seeing the right. original shark explode. And then, you know, and then it just looks mad. And then it's just like, you know, because if you're going to go with the revenge plot, fucking go asylum on it. You're going to, you got to go, right. like you got to go and make it so ridiculous and so over the top. Uh, because like, that's the only way to do it. 
But if you're just going to do Jaws 4 and it's just, you know, the fact that this family just can't escape fucking sharks. Like, no matter where it goes, a great white is always going to be there. And um, there is a line <laughs> in Jaws of Revenge where it said that Roy Scheider's character, Chief Brody, died from the fear of the shark. And I remember right. hearing people talk about how ridiculous that is because right. how can he, like, he's he's killed two of these things, man. Now you're just making him Yeah, you like think he'd be empowered at that point. Right? Like, he's now this, like, um, you know, yeah, he's he's just not even able to handle, like, a, you know, the fear of the shark's going to get him. I'm like, um, he just fucking kicked two sharks' ass. Like, I mean, and right. it's, and and his you know his sons are doing pretty well at it too you know with the, the right. last one I don't know if they they I don't know if they killed it or not necessarily uh they didn't, I don't think they did they make it the first in Jaws three did they make them explode like the other sharks I don't remember I honestly don't remember it's been so long since His I've seen it I bought them I bought them and then I didn't watch them and I feel bad but you know like I bought them from Walmart like I was looking for right. them. And I was like, oh, man, I can't find them. And just as I was about to leave, I looked down, and, like, there was Jaws, right? And then under it was Jaws uh, 2, 3, and 4 on a DVD. Nice. And I was, I mean, you know, whatever. It is, you know, it's all three of them. I kind of want them, I kind of want them on, uh, what is it, um, Blu-ray at some point. I have all of them. Um, Just because I I love those movies. Uh, Even if they're... You know, ridiculous and stupid and stuff. Um, now, I have a question for you guys. All right, so now, yeah. if they were to do, let's 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 have a fun have a fun like a little second. If they were to do a remake, not a remake, like a fifth one, like say it was Jaws: The Return or something, what would you mm-hmm. guys like pitch? Like, what? Uh, yeah, starting with you, Donnie, and then you, Alfred, and then I'll go on our own little, like, couple, you know, some pitches on what you think a part, uh, you know, a part f- uh, five would be? Um, honestly, uh, I think the Brodies have been done to death. So I think we need to just get away from the Brodies uh, forever. Um, if, <laughs> if, if you had to feature a Brody, yeah, I think, I think so. Or, you know, just either a whole new family – or a whole new. I mean, actually, here's a here's a great idea. If you want to if you want to do a new Jaws film, look at the news right now. Um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of great like especially like this summer there have been reports about really heavy like great white and and shark uh, infestations and at a lot of the major beaches along the East Coast. If you want to do a, a new Jaws movie, you know, ground it. Ground it in, in, in realism. Ground it in what's going on right now. Make it about, you know, the, like what's going on in the news. Um, don't do the Brodies. The Brodies are done. They're, they're, they're over and done. If you have to have a Brody, maybe have a Brody show up briefly. Um, actually, no. Well, don't Michael's even do that. Left. You could probably kill – you could kill Michael off and it just be like done with the Brodies. Like, but don't, you even, know, like but don't now, even do that. Like – but but don't even don't even don't even do it to kill him off. Just but I, I take that back. Don't bring on any of the Brodies. Bring back Hooper. Even even though even though he supposedly died in the remake of Piranha, um, because uh, yeah, they did the 
they brought in Richard Dreyfus for the beginning of the the, re, the the Piranha reboot, and he's clearly playing Hooper in that scene, even though they never really mentioned who he is. Um, but you don't have to acknowledge that. But you want to bring back I – mean, bring back Hooper. Bring back – because Richard Dreyfus will do anything for a paycheck anymore. Bring back Hooper uh, and with his expertise. You know, have him come back and, and, and do another stint. Um, but basically make ground it, ground it in, in current events, ground it in, in, in what's going on in the news right now. Uh, make it more, you know, make it visceral, make it, you know, bring back the horror, bring back the terror element, make people afraid to go back in the water again as your marketing device. Don't make it a joke. That's how I would pitch a new Jaws film. doesn't have to be a reboot. doesn't have to be a remake. It can, it doesn't even have to acknowledge the other Jaws movies, but it can, it, but you can, you can watch it and go, well, this could be set in the same universe as either Jaws or it could be a new thing. Leave it ambiguous and just, and I, that would, that would be my pitch. All right. What do you, what do you say, uh, Alfred? Would you uh, come up with something that, uh, I have, you um, know, a, a pitch have, for another one? I have three ideas. Okay. It's going to kind of go in brain juice. So one, you could tell Quinn's story from the Indianapolis. And oh, man, yeah. Ooh, like a prequel. Like a That's cool. Thing. And then tell Quinn's story. Um, second, I would do a found footage one because I don't think they've done a shark movie with found footage, like of people who are like with steady cams or GoPros and then they can't they get attacked by a shark. I think that might be pretty cool because that would tie in with what Donnie's talking about. You have some college kids going, I'm going to investigate this shark shit. And then it's like slowly they start falling apart. And um, the last one would be a tongue-in-cheek, like Jaws versus Aquaman. (laughs) Jaws versus Aquaman. uh, I'd watch that for sure. Um, Yeah, you know, I kind of like Donnie's uh, pitch about just not, you know, kind of starting fresh, but kind of uh, setting it sort of in the Amity uh, Amity universe, you know, and everything – with the new new great white shark, I guess, uh, terrorizing you, um, either Hooper or the uh, whatever. But I mean, I see. I I do want to like. I feel like the way that Hollywood is these days, and the way that it would get pitched and sold, is like um, um, is uh, okay. So basically, what I would say, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a good way to to say this, you know. But uh, the way that Hollywood does, like, you see the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie, you know, right? right? And it's, you know, basically taking, like, the characters and actually just giving them a send-off, you know, and bringing in new Mm -hmm. people. And I just, I like that idea. Like, I like the idea of killing off, um, uh, like, killing off um, the Brody Brody family one last time. So killing off uh, uh, Michael, because he's like, He'd be the last remaining one, except for um, the mom, right? Right. You know, so that's that's what I think. Like, I think you should kill off him and then start a whole brand new. Maybe it could be Hooper's son, you know, and his story, you know, or whatever. And and right. so you can have Hooper in there for one last little thing. So that's what I would do because I would I would want to give the Brody a family a send off. They've been in four freaking movies. To just not acknowledge them would be like, I think. Uh, travesty to the series you know in a way because i feel like even though they've been done to death it's it's like their story you know like jaws is the brody family 
So, I mean, that's my opinion. Um, what but, I but, go ahead. I was gonna say what 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 I'm disappointed in is I know there was uh, God back back when jo- back before Jaws three had even been made. There was there was a pitch that was going out. the 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 idea was to get Steven Spielberg to come back uh, to do a third to do the third Jaws film, um, but they wanted to kind of make it almost like a comedy, like a comedy horror, um, and they wanted to call it Jaws Three People Zero. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And so, and of course, you know, basically making it sound like it's 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 the score. You're like Jaws Three People Zero. Like it's. Um, yeah. The thing was, is, is you know, it, I think it would have been a good idea, but Spielberg wasn't interested uh, in going back to that well in any shit, way, shape, or form. And of course, you know, at that point, it just the whole idea, the whole pitch catch kind of fell apart. And then we ended up getting the, the the version of Jaws that we got. So, but still, that's the the original idea behind Jaws Three People Zero. I think would have, been, and that's the other thing too. I think part of another reason why is at that time, like. Uh, it was for some reason it was really hard to do a horror comedy, even though they'd been done before and they'd been done well. Um, but for some reason, the idea of a horror comedy, like people just had a hard time trying to figure out how to make it work or how to do it at that point, um, which is unfortunate because I do think that concept would have been great. Um, you know, but it's it's just you know it remains in the what could have been pile. Well, speaking of definitely shark comedy, um, it wasn't. Really, a shark. But in the movie Better Off Dead, they had the foaming rabid dolphin. They were filming they that in the, the New England town where John Cusack and Demi Moore and. Well, that was one crazy summer. One crazy summer. That's right. Uh, yeah, that was good. Rabid dolphin. Uh, and in uh, what is it? Um, uh, there's a, been a few in pop culture uh, stuff. I think was it one of the airplanes. Um, I'm not sure if it was yep. the first one or the second one that had uh, the uh, da 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 and it's like the tail, yep. but it's like the tail of the, the tail plane. in the clouds. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was funny. Um, Salsa shark, which we mentioned earlier, with y'all, uh, with, right? Um, and and Kevin Smith has been known to like throw in a bunch of Jaws references and everything. Oh yeah, he does, he's a, he, especially he's a huge stuff. fan. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a, he's a huge fan of Jaws. The the um the scar scene in Chasing Amy is a huge tribute to the scar scene in Jaws. And all the characters in Mallrats and Chasing Amy yep. are uh like Brody is uh Chief Brody and then there was gonna be originally in a cut scene was gonna be in Mallrats, they were going to have that uh that scar scene. Um and they were gonna right. talk about their sexual scars and it was gonna be a uh you know, a bunch of guys talking about uh, it was going to be Hooper, uh, Brody, and uh, Quint, because uh, there was T.S. Right. Quint, so all talking about their scars, and then he chose to take that and put that into Chasing Amy because it works better um, in that. Right. So, I mean, he's a huge he's a huge fan of Jaws, and uh, so you know, he uses a lot of pop culture references. <clears throat> I mean, it's parodied all over the place. Even Spielberg himself parodied uh, the opening Scene with the same woman and everything in uh, was it 1941, right? 1941, yeah. If I'm correct. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Um, and uh, yeah, so like this has been one of those movies that's iconic. People, the first one especially, um, 
people just know. And it was one of those things where, like you were saying earlier, Donnie, people want, you know, told people to stay. Basically, it got people to not want to go in the water. And I know right. I, I mentioned this in the bullet points before, but I know I didn't ever, like, it actually kind of scared, terrified me because I would go down to Orlando or, no, Daytona um, in Beach and uh, with my family every every year. And after a while, I was afraid to go in the water, you know, um, because, you know, you know the, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, the funny thing about that is, is that um, – Having not even seen the movie Jaws until I was, you know, basically in my late teenage years, even as a young kid, the hype, the the advertising for it was still just as effective. Like, you know, seeing the book covers in the bookstores, uh, you know, that that tagline, you know, uh, you know, being afraid to go back, you know, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water or whatever, that even if you hadn't seen the movie, that was everywhere. So, I mean, even even as a young kid, it scared me. Um, just looking at the book cover, looking at the giant shark on the cover and everything, I never seen the movie, but that and the tagline just scared me in general because it was like, oh my god, I don't want to go in the in the ocean now because there's big jaw, you know, sharks. So I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. it's a testament to just how big uh, of an impact this movie had because even you know even the marketing for it itself was huge. Exactly. Um, well, uh, we are about five minutes till uh the end and uh i really like i i love it when we talk but sometimes we talk over and then we're like trying to scramble at the end to to say everything so real quick though tell everybody uh kind of uh donnie i know you've been up to a lot of stuff with uh john johnson and and company and everything um what 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 have you been up to lately um uh, we've been filming uh, Dr. Elemental, uh, the, the horror show host series um, starring Mariah Johnson, um, which uh, is going up on Amazon. Not Amazon Prime. You actually have to rent it, but it's like, it's real cheap. It's like 99 cents or a buck 99 or something. It's really cheap to rent episodes. Um, I'm in the third episode, which hasn't dropped yet, but it should be up there soon. Um, but I've been working on it. Um, also, uh, I've been doing episodes uh, of this uh, other podcast called uh, Scary Stories to Pod in the Dark uh, with my friends at Dark nice. Hills Gaming. Um, basically, what we do is we read, because we're, we're gearing up for the new uh, movie that's coming out, but what we do is we read uh, three stories from the book, uh, and then we talk about each of them, talk about the history behind them, you know, the folklore, the original stories, and everything that, you know, that made them what they are. Um, that usually comes out every Wednesday, uh, but uh, the... Uh, uh, my friend Joey, who runs that podcast, has been sick, and so we're kind of behind a couple episodes on that. But uh, normally they go up every Wednesday. Um, and then this weekend, um, we are shooting a brand new movie uh, with Dark. I'm shooting a brand new movie with Darkstone that I'm executive producer of and starring in called The Frights. Um, and we're going to be shooting that starting this weekend, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, that's pretty much that. Pretty much is what uh, is everything for me at the moment. All right. Um, and by the way, I just rewatched our Crow Toe and Origins on uh, Amazon. So, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in forever, but uh, I love that. I love that short. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, Alfred, uh, what have you been up to lately? I've been uh, pretty active at Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk. I'm a nice. co-captain of an improv uh, short form team called Every Rose Has Its Thorns. 
And um, we performed the last Friday of the month, and we have one more show at the end of August. We'll be at the 10 o'clock slot the last Friday um, for a short-form show. It's called uh, Improv Riot. It'll be after dark. Um, there's three teams, and um, okay. I've been busy with that. And um, uh, this weekend I'll be uh, working uh, um, with Team Kamikaze. They're a sketch group at a that does a lot of shows at the theater, and we'll be helping them out with the 48-hour film festival. Awesome sauce. Awesome. Yeah, sounds like everybody's busy. Uh, that's great. Uh, I am right now trying to get a job so I can save up and go to California so we can do a Hollywood Boulevard podcast where I'm in Hollywood. Um, so <laughs> that's the plan uh, in January. So, um But aside from that, thank you guys so much for today. This is awesome. I love this show. I love uh, Jaws. Uh, If you have not seen Jaws or any of the Jaws sequels, go see them. They are a lot of fun, and you're going to enjoy them. And join us next week. I forgot what episode we're going to do, like what movie or series. Not next week, next month. Um, We're doing – we're we're, – uh, last Monday – or, yeah, last Monday of the month of, of August, we're going to be doing the Planet of the Apes series. Nice. Yes, that's right. Yes. So there we go. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and have a great Thanks, day. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Have a good night. Absolutely. Bye. Okay. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.